Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones to share this quiet talk with you today. Childbirth is a symbol that's used a lot in the Bible. Jesus said, when a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. It's amazing to witness this sudden change from tremendous anguish to overflowing joy when the baby is finally out. I don't know how you can see this happen and not believe it's a work of God. Nothing in the natural realm is more godlike than bringing a new life into the world. It's one of the greatest blessings you can receive. So sad that many people don't see having a baby as a blessing but a burden. We need God's perspective on this. Like almost everything, pregnancy and childbirth have parallels in the spiritual world. God has so created things that nature might teach us about that which is unseen, the eternal things of God. My last talk was called, Is Revival Coming? Like the scoundrel that I am, after posing the question, I didn't really answer it. I just said, I don't know, I hope so. But today I want to talk about some of the principles of revival, not just revival, but any work that God does through human beings, specifically through his church. The church is the only team God has on the field. Some people think they can be effective Christians without being deeply involved in the church. They are wrong. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The church was his idea, his plan, his program. In Ephesians, we're told that Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. So if you think you can do God's work without being part of the church, you're telling Jesus that he doesn't know what he's doing. God brings people together in close fellowship to do his work. Each local congregation is unique. Although we're all part of one universal church, which really has only one mission, to show Christ to the world by word and deed. But a local church has a particular character, and they usually have a somewhat specific mission in the area where they're located. The mission field of the world is a very diverse thing. So when God begins a work in a certain area, he must first Bind the people of the local fellowship together. They must become committed to one another in Christ-like love. They must be of one accord, as the book of Acts says. That doesn't mean they'll always agree about everything, but they share one mission and one passion for the work Jesus has given them. During this process, the Holy Spirit begins to gradually reveal to everyone what he wants to do with them. This is where the childbirth analogy comes in. As in physical childbirth, there is the conception in the beginning. Just like the Holy Spirit made the Virgin Mary pregnant, God makes his church pregnant with a vision. Then there is the time of gestation. 
I should tell you here that I am a very impatient person. When I see something that I feel like is supposed to happen, I want it to happen right now. Why waste time? Let's get on with it. But with any important, lasting work, there's always a time of preparation. A human pregnancy usually takes a little over nine months, normally about 40 weeks. At first, little change is observed. But as time goes on, it becomes obvious that something is happening. The mother begins to feel certain changes inside. Then the baby moves in a way that she very definitely experiences. And as the process moves closer to the end, time seems to come to a standstill. And she begins to wonder if the baby is ever going to come out. But they always come out at last. So what's my point today? Don't try to rush the gestation period. It's necessary. It was designed by God. Let it work itself out. As everyone knows, it can be tragic if a baby is born too soon. The same is true for God's work through the church. That period of time when the vision is growing to maturity is absolutely necessary. If the full time isn't completed, the vision is likely to be aborted. In terms of the biggest program in human history, the coming of Messiah into the world, there was a very long period of waiting, of gestation. God promised, albeit in a very oblique manner, that the deliverer would come. He said to the tempter in Genesis 3.15, I will put enmity between you and and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. While the Genesis account has God speaking to the snake, he, he's really addressing Satan, of course. The offspring of the woman is Messiah, Jesus, the son of Mary. He crushed the head of the serpent on the cross. There, He won the victory. Between that original promise and the birth of Jesus, there was a very long period of time. The conception of the plan was put in motion there in the Garden of Eden, and finally, the time of delivery arrived. Galatians 4.4 says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Like Jesus pointed out in the verse we quoted in the beginning, when the child is born, the labor and travail is replaced with joy. The mother gets to see the child and hold it in her arms. It's the moment she's been waiting for so long. I should say just one more thing about this childbirth process, and it's relation to spiritual birth and growth. Just before the baby is born comes the most difficult time in the labor process. The doctors call it transition, meaning the baby is about to transition from being inside to being outside. Transition is very hard. The woman gets the shakes. Sometimes she throws up. And at this late moment, she feels like she wants to quit. But it's too late. You can't quit. That baby is going to come. When my wife was pregnant with our first child about 40 years ago, 
The church where I was the youth and music pastor was going through a terrible split. We ended up being collateral damage. I remember talking to an older minister in the area during that time. He was trying to be helpful to encourage me. I said to him, I don't know what's going to happen with my wife being pregnant and all. He said, I know exactly what's going to happen. She's going to deliver. (laughs) Amazingly, he turned out to be right. As long and hard as a pregnancy is, it always ends with a baby being born. It's inevitable. So today, if you and perhaps the church fellowship of which you're a part are in that gestation period, be patient. Don't rush it. In his time, God is going to bring forth new life through you through his church. Something wonderful is on the way. The most important thing for you to do while you're waiting is to pray. I know my wife prayed for each one of our children while she was carrying them as I did as well. Pray, 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 pray that God will prepare all of you for what's coming. Pray that you will be ready for the new life that God is birthing through you. It's going to be great. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this process that you've created, this process of childbirth, Lord, for bringing human beings into the world. And in the same way, Lord, you've created a similar process in our spirits and our souls for bringing new life into this world in the spiritual sense. So, Lord, help us. Help us to be patient. Help us to wait during that gestation period until the day comes when the fruit is seen, when it comes forth to the glory of God. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my dear friends, God bless you. It so happens, and that's probably what gave birth, if I can use that little uh, expression, to this talk. And that is that we are a group of, of my Christian friends. We are in the process of seeking to birth a new work in the city of Schenectady, New York. It's called Bread of Life Anglican Church. And we're, we just believe in God is going to do a work there. And we're waiting upon him, praying together, seeking God together. If you are in the area and you don't have a church home, we meet Sundays at 10 o'clock at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. That's the American Legion Hall. We would love to meet you. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones.com at outlook.com. May God bless you richly.